0: (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to laughing with gingers. A funny nude uh, nude. (laughs) Are we nudes today? No. That's why you're not on video.
1: (laughs) 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 Not
0: today. (laughs) Not today. It's not Nude Friday. Okay, so no, we're a funny news podcast with two feisty redheads who share crazy stories to see who can make the other laugh loudest.
1: You're winning, Christina.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think Christina just won i'm starting to turn red that's christina Christina curry my
0: partner in crime on laughing with gingers and that's sarah alvin the co-host my co-host my lovely co-host who turns red every time of laughing with gingers
1: (laughs) she is fully clothed done like christina (laughs) Is that why you're only showing us your your photo? You're still photo, Christina. (laughs) I know. I'll
0: show my body later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, her whole body. (laughs) I know that came out so weird. Oh, God, I'm already flustered.
2: It is is Friday. Uh, This week's topic is awkward or embarrassing (laughs) moments. For actors and actresses, not just for us. And, <laughs> and today we have a guest host joining us on Laughing with Gingers um, who knows all about that world.
0: Yay! We're joined by acting coach, author, podcaster, and oh so many other amazing things. She's also a redhead, the woman behind Hometown to Hollywood, Bonnie J. Wallace.
1: Hello. Woo.
0: Welcome, Bonnie. We are so excited to have you on Laughing with Gingers.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And just a quick clarification. I'm not an acting coach. I'm an acting career coach.
2: Ooh, even better. That's oh. so different, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Plenty
2: of well, acting have really good ones.
0: Can you, can, can you tell us how everyone can kind of find you and, yeah.
1: and learn more about what you're doing? Absolutely. As it happens, this week, I'm in the middle of a big branding transition. So <laughs> you can find me at the very moment at uh, BonnieJWallace.com, which is my name, Bonnie J. Wallace. Um, that will continue to be an easy way to find me. But starting next week, hopefully, you'll find me at my company's name, HometownToHollywood.com. So you'll find me either way, hometown to Hollywood, Bonnie J. Wallace.
2: And Hometown to Hollywood is also her podcast.
1: It is. It is my fantastic podcast. I'm in my fifth season, um, 116 episodes. The new one just dropped yesterday. It's an interview with the amazing Jordan Fisher, who, I mean, among other things, won Dancing with the Stars a couple of years ago, played Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway as Dear, as Evan Hansen was in Hamilton. He's just this extraordinary, you know, quadruple threat. And, you know, it's to get to talk to people who are so accomplished and share this, that's good amazing. Thank you. So cool, that. Christina. Is- you need
2: to bring your face back on here.
0: I know, but I have to read some stuff, and then I will. <laughs> Wait, I don't know how to. I don't know how <laughs> to do that and show my face.
2: Well, I'm the first story this week.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let me switch off then. What I'm reading.
2: <laughs> Christina is having technical difficulties and I'm having wine
0: <laughs> um, you guys I wish I was having wine and not technical difficulties <laughs> <laughs> it is ridiculous like every week I'm having tech difficulties It's like I don't know what's going on
1: maybe you should have wine every week <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know would be a lot better Bonnie
2: cracked the code
0: all right. Well, do you want to, you want to dive into your first story, Sarah? Yeah.
2: Um, so I took this a little bit differently, um, than Christina did. And so I'm excited. We (laughs) didn't have to check with each other. That's a nice fan, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Christina's really going at it right now. It's good. It's good.
0: Oh, yes. I'm glad you took it differently because redheads take things a little differently, so it's only natural.
2: It's true. It's true. Um, Okay, so my first story is about Guardians of the Galaxy, Oh, which I watched for my homework. Um, Oh, that's fun. (laughs) So I actually only have two stories because they're kind of interesting, but um, okay. So Everyone knows Bradley Cooper plays Rocket, the raccoon that was genetically modified on Guardians of the Galaxy, if you know anything about comic book movies or Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so obviously it's CGI, um, but I thought that this was so fascinating because um, also, by the way, awesome soundtrack to that movie. Uh, oh, I know. Both of those movies. I mm-hmm. love the, the awesome remixes. Um. So, Bradley Cooper provides the voice for the brash and reckless rocket raccoon in Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. However, unlike actors like Andy Serkis, who did um, uh, Gollum, he played Mm -hmm. Gollum in The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. um, He didn't actually work on the set to do any of the motion capture work uh, to bring the anthropomorphic raccoon to life. Instead, James Gunn brought in his brother, who actually plays the Ravenger named Craglin. who, um, I don't want to do spoiler alerts, but do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay, so he's like Yondu, the blue dude's sidekick. He's like his best friend. Oh my gosh. I don't remember
0: I, him as the best, like having a sidekick. Is this in another one?
2: No, he's he's like the guy that um so if you watch the second Guardians of the Galaxy, he's the one who's like, I didn't mean to do the mutiny and brings the arrowhead.
0: Hi, you're speaking like a foreign language to me right now. I have no clue what you're talking about.
1: This is this is a little bit outside my wheelhouse too. You go right ahead though, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh
2: my god! You're gonna have to watch this for your homework.
1: I know, literally. I should have I should
2: have assigned it to you before the episode. So know. well, anyway, he's like really quirky and just like he's like a funny, like long and like I don't know. He like moves in funny ways. You <laughs> notice it now when you watch it. He's just one of those people who's like very animated and
0: like yeah, uh, yeah. He's
2: just funny. So. Anyway, he is the point of reference for Rocket Raccoon, uh, who, by the way, now mind you, he is super tall. He's like six foot five. So what he does, he gets in like the green unitard and whatever, and then he walks with his, and I know you can't totally see what I'm doing right now, but he walks around like this, and like it acts like Rocket Raccoon, like he's the, they mimic his motions for the CGI Okay, for those that
0: aren't watching, (laughs) Sarah literally got (laughs) up into her chair with her elephant pants and squatted like she was pooping in the woods. (laughs) That's what just happened. Okay,
1: carry on, Sarah. (laughs) What I'm saying, Sarah, is that James Gunn's brother, who's six foot five, does this awkward squatting Walk. Walk. In, and like, gesture. And that Bradley Cooper merely does the voice, doesn't also do the sort of physical modeling. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Bonnie sung that up uh, so majestically. <laughs> <laughs> just just trying to follow along here.
1: I know. So, oh, God. That so was I'll a wrap up. Beautiful. <laughs> up. I'll read you what. That's um, interesting, though. Because it typically is so the same actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So like, usually, like, wasn't He was not on set. Interesting. Isn't I wonder that if that so was because weird? he had other commitments that, like, the timelines couldn't work, because so often that's the case, right? Like, mm-hmm. an actor's like, I'd love to do this movie, and everybody wants them to do the movie, but they've got competing commitments, and so they, they, they do the voiceover from Los Angeles, and then they keep doing their other thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: So I actually have your answer. Oh, <gasps> um, so this is what James Gunn said about it. Sean Gunn is not a stand-in. He is a motion reference actor. That means we film everything Sean does on set as Rocket. We film it. I don't stop doing takes of him until we get the performance right. And then we use that performance as a basis for much of Rocket's acting. And he does a fantastic job in that role. He knows it. He understands it. Also, very important, Sean is able to physically do something most actors are not able to do, which is waddle around on all fours. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's always been an incredibly limber guy um, that can take a lot of that can do a lot of strange physical things, and the fact that he's able to waddle around on his legs all day doing at the exact height of Rocket is quite a feat and
0: <laughs> quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, Rocket's supposed to be like three feet or something. he's has yes. a His butt oh. is like
2: on the ground. It's, it's amazing. I have pictures for our Instagram.
0: So Oh um, good. Okay, good.
1: Yeah, wait. I pulled It sounds a little like he's trying to justify the nepotism of hiring his brother for something that probably Ooh. paid pretty well. Just saying.
0: Well his brother yes. is an actor
2: on the set. Okay. Also, so Vin Diesel is not actually on set either. But I'm guessing that it was much easier. I mean, from my point of view, it would be so much easier to hire your brother if you knew that he could do that and you didn't have to interview other people.
0: (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. But still, you should give other people a shot, too. It also seems... I get it. Like, it's a
2: lot less expensive to have him do that than Bradley Cooper.
1: No doubt. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. Also, if he's already on set, then you're not double paying somebody for the hotel and their per diem and all of those per actor expenses, which really add up.
2: Yeah. And I wonder if he's in SAG or was in SAG when this started. Do you have to be, Bonnie, you would know this. Do you have to be a SAG actor to be, uh, which is the Screen Actors Guild. Um, to be on a set at where, whoever produced this, whatever company?
1: Well, it's it's obviously a know. sound Actra production. It's a union production. Um, if you've never done a union job before and it's your first union job, you don't have to join the union until the second time. So technically, you don't have to for the first time if it's his first time. But if it's the second time, he has to be a union member. But being, being hired for a union role is part of what opens the door to you becoming a union member. So that's probably neither here nor there. Yeah. Okay, because I
2: I always wonder, I don't really understand the whole actors union thing other than that they have to be fed at certain times and they can only be on screen for a certain amount of time. So I don't know if like you could make your brother, because he's already on set being one character, if you could have your brother like do extra stuff and get around some of those union
1: rules. I don't know how that works. If it's it's a union production, the production has to follow union rules. So everybody is subject to the union rules on the union. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad we have you
2: here for this because otherwise I would have had no answer for that.
1: It's it's not very funny (laughs) stuff, but.
0: (laughs) Well, it's following the rules and Sarah really likes to follow the rules. So. That works out really great for her. She, when she was, what, like 16, was almost, like, running. She was going home. She's driving home. She hits a red light that's not changing because it's late at night, and there's a curfew at midnight, and it's, like, 11.55, and she's so stressed out about running a red light at midnight, almost midnight, that she calls the police to ask them, is it okay if I run this red light?
1: (laughs) Are you serious? That's how much
0: of a rule follower she is. We shared this in, like, episode two, I think, or something. I was like, that's ridiculous, Sarah. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Sarah, did you grow up in an incredibly small town where you could just call the police and say, hey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there
2: were only, like hey, a handful high of high red high. lights, so I was running, like, one of five.
1: <laughs> there was, there was oh. one stoplight. On the I island where I grew up, and then and then by the time I left for college, there were two.
0: <laughs> oh, pro- progression!
1: <laughs> no, it's like four now. <laughs> which what island you- did you grow up on? Bainbridge Island, which is oh my safe. god,
0: that's where I'm at right now.
1: Get out! <laughs>
0: yeah, that is so weird right now. <laughs>
1: I'm a native. What part of the island are you on right now? I'm dying. Oh my
0: god. I'm on High School Road, like right I, by the high school.
1: I went to that high school. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> so crazy. Oh my god! You know,
2: I was just about to say which one of you has the history with Bainbridge Island. <laughs> Whoa! I
1: know. But what are you doing on Bainbridge? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, my parents bought a boat and lived, lived on a boat for a while, and then bought a condo, and I just. To escape the heat and the craziness of LA I came up here for a couple months I'm just hanging out
1: nice play. working
0: oh my god that is really really crazy and coincidental like oh my god there is more than one stop stop light now <laughs> yeah no, there's,
1: there's a handful of them now Actually, yeah.
0: but the internet still sucks that's why I'm on no. my phone
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that <laughs>
0: Oh wow, that is too crazy.
2: (laughs) I'm so glad I didn't mention it before the podcast to either one of you because one of you would have (laughs) known that he was
0: coming. I didn't even say it like in the beginning when I was like, I'm having I'm on an island and I'm struggling with internet. I didn't even say Bainbridge because I'm like, ah, nobody knows about Bainbridge.
1: (laughs) I just thought you were like on Catalina or something.
0: Oh. (laughs) Oh man, that is so crazy.
1: She thought you were fancy. (laughs) has <laughs> gotten kind of fancy these days, at least fancy next to, to what it was like 40 years ago. 15 yeah, years ago.
0: it's beautiful. There's like really pretty trails. Everyone is so, so nice here. Wow, so nice.
1: Have you been hiking in the Grand Forest yet?
0: Yes, Grand Forest West.
1: <laughs> Have you gone up to Fade Bainbridge, the park?
0: Yes, yes, I did. It's so great. Yes, I love it. <laughs> There's um,
1: yeah. Oh, we'll we'll talk more about this. There's some places that I want to make sure you see while you're there.
0: Oh yeah, tell me, tell me. I'm here for another few weeks, so I'll hit them up.
1: Okay, fantastic. Oh, Bloedel, Bloedel. Okay, I haven't been there. The Bloedel Reserve, B L O E D E L. It's it's a world famous um, estate. With all these gardens on it, and it's it's breathtaking. I mean, it's been featured in all these design and landscaping magazines. It's, it's beautiful. That really sounds beautiful. fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. And I used to live like two blocks from there. Oh my
0: god, that's really. incredible! Whoa. You realize right, well. that the
2: percentage of redheads on Bainbridge Island has increased. Now.
1: <laughs> Well, no, he just, he just replaced me because I left. <laughs> yeah, it stayed
0: the same, one for one, one in, one out. <laughs> yeah, it can't handle anymore. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. I'm sure it's at its max. Thank you for that, Christina. Because I, I can't. You know, I go back occasionally, but I can't. Live there yeah, anymore. you
0: can't hold it up. It's okay. I got you. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So all right, I'll move to my first story. Um. Which, uh, okay, so, just your regular Joe schmo, Sarah Deming, she's just a regular person, decided to go see uh, Drive, and she saw the trailer for Drive, starring Ryan Gosling, super hot, and thought it would be sort of like Fast and Furious-style, you know, action flick. So, she went to the theater, she bought herself a ticket, she sat herself down for some mindless, Fast and Furious-style shenanigans. But if you seen Drive, which I don't know. Have you guys seen Drive? I don't think I have. Well, it's definitely not a Fast and Furious kind of movie. It's um, <laughs> more of like slow and artsy. <laughs> and like very, yeah, very not Fast and Furious. So she was super upset and she felt really lied to from based off of the uh, action pack, what seemed to be action pack trailer. So she sued Drive, like literally sued them for a misleading trailer. <laughs> but her only demands were that she just wanted a ticket
1: refund,
0: and they freaking did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can get somebody out of your face for fifteen bucks, wouldn't you do it? <laughs>
0: Heck yeah, I'm wondering. Like, did she spend more on suing than like the ticket reimbursement? Like, I I question the back end of this like how did that look who do you sue like do you write a letter to your lawyer I want to sue the movie Drive like I just don't understand how that all works
1: and you'll get 30% of my $15 if we yeah
0: yeah (laughs) that's a good point did the lawyer get any cut of that ticket refund (laughs) well even if
2: she's a lawyer how much time and energy did she have to put into the suit
0: (laughs) that's some like Aggressive anger and like put your energy into other things. You gotta lady. watch out
2: for those Sarahs. I wonder if she was a redhead. She's
1: with an H. I <laughs> say, I bet she spells it with an H.
2: Our whole Sarah audience just turned the podcast off. <laughs> Or up, depending on uh, if they have an
1: H or
0: not. I gotta
1: say I, I love I love Sarah's in my life who, who go both ways. So I'm <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> uh
0: I think it's how I feel about Christinas with a CH. Uh, they're not as great, but they're they're fine. <laughs> 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 and I don't care if I offended anyone. K is the best letter of the alphabet. <laughs> oh god that's it i'm out of here <laughs> mic drop <laughs> oh man okay anywho all right what's your second let's hear your second one sarah with okay.
2: <laughs> so obviously there was a theme here <laughs> um so when they uh filmed so my theme is comic book movies and cgi Okay, I was
0: wondering what your theme was that you're going for, because it was hard to tell with just one story. <laughs>
2: well, I chose a redhead for the second one, um, so you should appreciate that. Well, a fake redhead, because it was a wig, but still. Um, That's okay. <laughs> so I did not know this, and I actually watched this movie also for my homework. Um so the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, Scarlett Johansson was super pregnant. Oh, really? So, in her portrayal of Black Widow, it required some tricky camera work and some outstanding performances by fearless stunt women, and oh. a lot of CGI. Um, so, <laughs> um, how
0: far along was
2: she? I think like six months, like it's definitely noticeable. I have pictures of this too, that I'll send you. Okay, good. Okay, good. So I thought this was like super fascinating because I remember this being something that people talked about. um, And to throw back to what Bonnie was saying about some actors and actresses not being available during shooting, sometimes it was because they were pregnant. Um, And I remember that from when I was little, I remember asking my mom how they did that. And, um, and she told me that they would like either have to shoot before or they would wait and shoot after because they didn't have those effects when I was a little girl. Um, you know, and they didn't look great until recently. So, um, but it is, I mean, it's almost flawless. I have like screenshots and things where you can tell, but it's like when you watch the movie, you can't see it. It's so crazy.
1: Well, you know, it's, that stuff is fascinating. So my daughter Dove, her very first big project was this show called Live and Maddie for the Disney Channel, which is basically a remake of like the Patty Duke show 50 years Aww. later, right? Where she's playing identical twins, right? So she's playing the two leads, twin sisters. And and to pull that off, they, they, they used to say it takes three girls to make one girl look like two girls. So she would have... To, She had two acting body doubles for four years. One of them always played Liv and the other of which always played Maddie, but only ever from the back. So whenever you saw my daughter on screen, her face, it it was her. But if you saw her interacting with the other twin and one of them had their back to the camera because they're like hugging or they're they're walking away from the camera, whatever, it was her and one of the other two and and they were they were cast because they were damn near identical to her in terms of body types and coloration and stuff like that oh. can, every now and again if you know them incredibly intimately like you, you can see like one of them has a slightly rounder jawline, one of mm. them has a slightly different shoulder set you know but they, they wore wigs and the wigs were identical to help with the illusion it's just it's just fascinating. Like, and a little bit of decent camera work and editing, and you're away. You could do that. You can yeah. make one look like two using three. <laughs> Movie magic.
0: It's,
2: it's so crazy. And the other thing is, when I rewatched it, because I rewatched it last night, um, I noticed that I. The first time I watched it, I was like, Why does she not have a hair tie? It drove me bananas because during a lot of the fight scenes, her hair would fly in front of her face. Like, it's not her. her." her. I was like, I hate her hair. Why won't she just tie it up? She can't see.
0: Oh
1: my God, that is so crazy. So my daughter's first movie, she was a snowboarding movie and they had seven stunt doubles because, you know, she can kind of get down the hill on a board, but they're not going to have the lead of a movie doing real snowboarding because if she breaks something, the movie's over, right? So she had yeah. seven stunt doubles, almost all of which had been on the Olympic team, one of oh. which was a guy and, uh-huh. and, 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 and. They all had helmets on to do the snowboarding, right? Because that's what you do. And the the helmet that he wore, I mean, you got you got the helmet, you got the goggles. You can hardly see what the face looks like. And then there was a bra bron- a blonde braid mm. attached to the back of the <laughs> the helmet. And on set, like he'd take it off. Sometimes you'd like see the, the helmet and the braid, and it was. If- so crazy! watch that movie, and you can't tell. I'm telling you, you can't tell. Which movie <laughs> is it? It's so cute. It's called Cloud Nine, and it's a it's a Disney snowboarding movie, and it's That's super dope cute. cute. The snowboarding sequences are outstanding because they have top-notch, world-class snowboarders doing them.
2: I'm That's gonna have to so
1: watch cool. that. It's cute. I'm sure it's on Disney Plus. Snow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which is how I did the rest of my homework with Marvel movies.
1: <laughs> Good job. I should we should all have such homework <laughs> I
0: know okay this actually is really coincidental my next story actually kind of Bridget like this is a nice segue if we're ready for my next story yeah so okay and this story is um the fact that this can even be a lawsuit says a lot about the American legal system. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Oh, so. my God. You did another lawsuit. We've got a I theme. did. we have got
1: two themes.
0: I know. Okay. There's a lot of – we're theming all over the place. Um, okay. So, in Portland, Oregon, a resident named Alan Heckard sued NBA's Michael Jordan – NBA and Michael Jordan for defamation, permanent injury, and emotional pain and suffering in 2009 because – get this he looked like Jordan so he sued Jordan claiming he was tired of mistaken for the being mistaken for the former Bulls guard he wanted guess how much money he wanted he wanted 416 million dollars for the inconvenience of resembling him he also went on to sue Nike like Phil Knight the founder of Nike for the same amount of money For his part in making Jordan a household name, (laughs) he played this all wrong. He could have just been, like, a stunt double for Michael Jordan in all his movies. Like like, Space Jam? Yeah. Hello.
1: Missed those big bucks.
0: Yeah. He missed, like, an opportunity right there. (laughs) Isn't that weird? Like, who sues someone because you look like them?
1: I did meet an actress on a set many years ago, um, not mentioning any names. Um, ah, damn set. it. <laughs> no, 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 you no, know, it was interesting. So when Sarah says, you know, think about any funny stories you've got around actors. And I'm like, I've been living, I live under the cone of silence. Mm. I live under the cone of silence. Like so much is under the cone of silence at all times that I think I've just trained myself to be like blinders on. Like, I don't, I don't collect funny stories because like because i can't share them right but i can say in a very simple way i met a i met an actress who was exceptionally bitter which is unusual like most of the people that i run with you know really successful amazing talented people they're cool people like they're pretty evolved right and they're fun to hang with they're delightful this one was an exception and she was exceptionally bitter because she looked in fact and you would agree with me just a whole hell of a lot like a very famous successful actress. Oh, and she looked too much like this very famous successful actress and every time she'd audition for something, casting would say, "You're great, but you look too much like someone." Oh, no. And she was just mad about it cuz she could she felt for Incorrectly or not, I don't know. I thought she was like an okay actress. I wasn't that knocked out by her skills. Like that that she would never be able to be successful because she was in the shadow of this very famous household name actress. It's kind of
0: true, unfortunately. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? You I would direct
1: something.
2: Yeah, I, I live in Brad Pitt's shadow because I eat on all of my calls.
1: <laughs> no one is going to hire you to be Brad Pitt because you're too much like him.
0: Yeah.
1: You missed that <laughs> I keep eating on all my Zoom calls. No,
2: nope. Who do you guys get told you look like that's an actor or actress?
0: Deborah Messing. Messing? Sure, Messing. Deborah Messing. I can see yeah. that.
2: Mm-hmm. I can see that too. Especially when my hair was
0: not like cut like this when it was like longer.
1: Bonnie, do you
2: get that? Get names from anybody?
1: Yeah, there's i um, I'm spacing on her name actually. She's another redhead. Um, mm-hmm. I, I get Kristen Hins. wig.
0: Oh yeah. Kristen? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I've also gotten. The person who starred—no, I'm not going to remember—on like Misty Creek or something. It was like an award-winning movie. I'll mm-hmm. think of it later. It's with Al Pacino or someone like that. I'm really bad at actors and actresses' names. I when the am the worst. I got Amy Adams when um, Wedding Crashers came out for a long time. Some Amy Adams. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I got—I um, used to get Sarah Jessica Parker too. I don't think I look anything like her, but I must have had like something that reminded people.
0: Was it that crazy curly hair? Because sometimes your hair gets really curly. It could be, yeah.
2: Not a great example of it today, but you know.
0: No, it's looking my
2: great today. <laughs>
1: Go out today. Very nice.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bonnie, when you think of it, you'll have to let us know, but I don't get redheads for some reason. I always get like somebody else. And I always wonder if it's actually my
0: voice. Oh, I never thought about it like that. Like the person, like your personality type versus like what you actually look like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. energetic. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: Sarah, is it time for a break? Because I can't see what's going on anymore.
2: Uh, yes, it is time for a break and I completely forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> So let's take that and we'll be right back on laughing with gingers (laughs) and we are back thanks for tuning in to laughing with gingers. (laughs) Yay welcome back. (laughs) Um, So Christina while we were on break I uh, jogged this memory about, so the Michael Jordan story you told with the defamation of character and the lookalike thing. Um, Mm. Did you hear, it was a couple months ago, or maybe it was yesterday, who knows, in coronavirus (laughs) world. Uh, (laughs) What is time? (laughs) I'm living on airport time here and just (laughs) having wine at midday on a Friday. (laughs) I freaking love airport time. Yes. The corona world is just airport time. You can have a, a drink really- it, at 6am and it's cool. Like nobody's judging you. Go back to bed and like start all over again. You're going to sleep on anyway.
0: You're not
1: going anywhere. You're not driving. It's
0: totally true. It's totally true. You're at, like forever layo- laid over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: um, oh boy, we're all just living in our own airports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why. What so right was that movie? Was it The Terminal or something? With, was it Tom
0: Hanks?
1: Yeah, yeah. He was like he was just like he was he was in limbo. Oh, that's yeah. right. He was like from
0: somewhere lived
1: there and set up camp because he couldn't he couldn't leave the airport and he couldn't go back to where he came from.
0: Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Someone should do, like, a skit on us being in our own airports. <laughs> we can't leave.
2: Bonnie uh, knows actors and actresses. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, do. I, I, I know dozens of people who would probably put that together in the next 24 hours. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, <laughs> take that to That's them. your homework. Oh,
2: man. So there was a guy... Who sued? I think it was NYU because they put a picture um, in their mailer or their newsletter, whatever that goes out to like the general public, of this hipster, and the title was like something like "All Hipsters Look Alike." So his response was immediately like, "Get your attorneys out because I'm suing you for using my image without my permission and saying that all everybody looks just like me." And then he realized it wasn't him. (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot. So that means he probably owns that like flannel shirt, beanie, sunglasses combination, Mm -hmm. and wears it often enough in front of this brick wall that the picture was taken in front of, I'll send it to you. But Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) i actually confused by that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh gosh! (laughs) All right. Well, my next story has nothing to do with (laughs) suing. I've moved out (laughs) of that genre. I've moved on to brighter pastures. (laughs) Okay, let me just say, I it's about Madonna, and I am a kid of like the eighties and nineties, and Madonna was like my hero her you know fashion forward her musical whatever prowess like everything about her I just adored and loved I even like I think when I was about nine or ten when she had her blonde vision world tour I made my dad record it from the HBO because it was playing really late at night so on HBO they um had her concert and I made my dad record it on VHS <laughs> and then My dad told me I can't let any of my friends watch it because it's not super appropriate and other mommy and daddies might not want them to see it. So I could only watch it by myself over and over. And now as I'm older, I realize, oh, that is a little inappropriate for a nine-year-old, but that's okay. Anyway, (laughs) I just want to lay out my love of Madonna Foundation before I go into this story, which doesn't shine a great light on her. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, I know. Um, All right, here we go. So. Just because you are a, this is, this is, I'm reading the article, and let me just read it. Just because you are a dominant empirical doesn't mean you are always in tune with reality. So first of all, empirical, I don't think they use that word right in that sentence. That's why I was like, this isn't my sentence, this is the article sentence, but whatever.
2: It's definitely not as good as shot in the
0: butt. I know. (laughs) That was last episode, Bonnie, and, like, this chick wrote an amazing, the article was okay, but, like, her headline started off as a Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi song, and it was like, the, the guy got shot, shot her, no, wait, the guy shot his girlfriend in the butt, and the opening was shot in the butt, and you're to blame, or you're okay, or something. Anyway, it was, okay. And
2: he's to blame.
0: And he's one, thank you. It was good. It was okay. good. So Madonna posted on social media a video of her. This was in let's see, March, like late March. So COVID already here this year. So this is super relevant. Um, so relevant, shot, so relevant, you guys. She shot from she shot this Instagram video from a milky bath sprinkled with rose petals, with tinkly piano music playing in the background, <laughs> and she's giving a speech to her fans about the coronavirus being. The great equalizer. The irony is almost too much. So Madonna starts to say, that's the thing about COVID. It it doesn't care how rich you are, how famous you are, how fun you are, how smart you are, or where you live, or how old you are. What amazing stories you can tell. Okay, yeah, definitely Corona doesn't care about that stuff. She is right. She goes on to say, what's terrible about it is that it made us all equal in many ways. (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. We're all okay. equal. We're, we're going down goes, look really hard now. That took a turn like that way. And that's
2: like, <laughs> not it. this is a hairpin turn on the edge of a cliff in the yeah. rain in LA. <laughs>
0: yeah. So okay. So she goes on to say, and what's wonderful wonderful about it is that it make, made us all equal in many ways. And if the ship goes down, we're all going down together. Still, like, not really helping yourself there, Madonna. And bless her fans. They all love her dearly because they've probably been fans for, like, 20 decades. Like, 20 decades. Two decades. (laughs) Math is hard. I'm pretty
1: old. (laughs) Careful, girls. I think she and I are about the same age. (laughs)
0: Oh man. She's not that much older than us. There you go. There you go. Okay, so her fans are grounded and loving all at the same time, but they're calling her out on her shit. So one fan said, Sorry, my queen. Love you so much, but we're not equal. We can die from the same disease, but the poor will suffer the most. Do not romanticize nothing of this tragedy. Yeah. Which is so like, yes, slap of reality. And then another one said, if the ship is going down, do you really think we're going down together while you're in your bathtub having people working for you to be there? I love you, my queen, but things outside your mansion are very different from what you think. <laughs> oh, God. It's so true. Bless her. And I follow her on Instagram, and she is not based in reality, but she's Madonna. And, like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know we-
1: Cher is really fun to follow. Do you guys follow Cher on Twitter? No, I need to though. Follow Cher on Twitter. So Cher is a hoot on Twitter because she tweets in all caps always and an absolute ton of emojis. So all the caps, all the emojis and it's, it's very fun. It's very entertaining and she doesn't mince words. (laughs)
0: chair she could do it like girl, she can baby. do anything
2: she wants.
0: I yeah. know I know and that's what I feel about with Madonna like whatever do you know go go video from your bathtub with w- rose petals sprinkled in it. That whatever
2: super weird though because it's so disconnected. the message and the audio and the video don't meet very well. It's definitely yeah. a bad dub over.
0: Yeah, it is, and, like, if you see the, like, her house is so luxurious, and her, like, because I follow her, of course, and watch her videos, and it's just, like, oh, my God, like, there is zero room for any sort of opinion or complaint. Like, look at the luxuriousness that's behind you right now.
2: (laughs) Did she have, and this is the most important question of all, the fake British accent in this video?
0: Oh, I don't remember. (laughs) I'll have to go back and look. I'm like so used to like her weird British accent now, even though she's from Brooklyn or Jersey.
1: You know what? (sighs) You know, we change. People change, Sarah. And
0: sometimes we gain an accent.
1: This is tough now. I'm living with two British nationals. Two. (laughs) And and my daughter's boyfriend is from Scotland. So I'm surrounded. And very beautiful. And I listen to myself, and I find myself, like, my cadences are changing a little bit, and, mm-hmm. and certain vocabulary is finding its way into mine, and it's absolutely unconscious, but it's... It's, it's, it's there. Normal, it's slipping in. Slipping in. So it may not be, like, an affectation on her part. She may just be absorbing it.
0: Uh, I think so. Honestly, I'm from Texas, and when my family and I get on the phone, my Texas accent, like, gets cranked up. And I am you, like, whoa. your accent
2: comes out on this podcast.
0: I know. I don't know why. I've noticed it too. I'm like, whoa, that was real hillbilly of me. <laughs> I Not know that everyone happened.
2: from Texas is a hillbilly, just Christina.
0: <laughs> just the things sometimes that I say. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. So, I mean, I I forgive her on her fake uh, accent because I'm totally in agreement with you, Bonnie. Like, things slip in and you take on attributes of your people that are around you. Yeah.
1: We are affected by our environment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Sarah's not
2: convinced. If I could stop saying milk and start saying milk... Then I could believe you, but I have <laughs> never been able <laughs> to change that my entire life, and I have worked
0: so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm never gonna hear milk the same way from you. Milk? You say milk? Milk. Milk. milk.
1: Like it's like an E L K. Yep. Interesting. Things are just indelible. Mm-hmm. You, you Bonnie, just your
0: enunciation is real good. Like you announce words so precisely and nicely, it's, like, really fun to listen to you talk. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, everything you say
2: sounds like it's rehearsed and it's, like, a sing song voice, so it's, like, Whoa.
0: yes, it's really fun to listen to. <laughs>
2: yeah. When she gives you compliments, you write them down. <laughs> Sarah. I'm not kidding. I write down when she says something nice about
1: me, I'm like, oh my God. And I write it down. And that's not because I never say nice things, is it?
2: (laughs) No, it's just because they mean so much when you say them, no matter what, because they sound like the best thing ever. It's Mm -hmm. like I'm getting an award when she compliments me.
0: Her words are on a silver platter that she's just like, tossing over to you very just right and you're like eating it up
2: yeah she said i've started to watch very closely what sarah Alipin is doing in terms of technology that that's the direct <laughs>
1: quote she said that recently that sounds just like monica it's it's true though i mean that's why i why hang out where you are, Sarah, because I learned something new every time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun over here. <laughs> it is. is. Thanks for sharing your your
2: joy. <sighs> Thank you. And Bonnie and I actually have to hop on another call, so we have to close this puppy out. But Bonnie, thank you so much for joining us today on Laughing with Ginger. My cheeks hurt. I laughed
1: so much. Cheeks. I know, <laughs> they too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. They actually do. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Look um, ice. Cheeks no. Yeah. And <laughs> everyone can find you at Hometown to Hollywood, right? Uh, yeah. Hometown to Hollywood. Com starting next week. They can also find me at BonnieJ.Wallace.com.
2: And you'll have to see her new headshots and all the things.
1: They're so good. Yep. Listen to my podcast. So good. Check out. Yeah.
2: Is there anything else you want to plug before we go?
1: Um, well, I've got two books out there. Um, my first one is the Hollywood Parents Guide for Parents of Young Actors. My second is Young Hollywood Actors for kind of teenagers on up. And my new one is coming out in October, and it's Top Hollywood Acting Teachers. And it's really aimed at actors, but it's it's really good. I'm really proud of it.
0: Oh, yay! That's exciting.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you. Yay! So everyone make sure you check Bonnie out. She's fantastic. She's also just delightful. Um, She always has really wonderful things to say. So um, always very positive and just good energy. So highly recommended. Um, And thank you to everyone for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers, a funny news podcast with today, three feisty redheads with the loudest laughs ever who share crazy stories and try to make the other ones laugh. Um, I think Christina won today but you know you all can vote on Instagram we'll put it up as a poll in our stories when this episode goes live Um, you can follow us on Instagram at laughing with gingers we'll post the the story or the pictures that we mentioned too Um, and if you want to submit funny stories to us Throw them at us for over the Instagram. Where next week is awkward or funny work from home stories that involve pets or other animals. Mm -hmm. So feel free to (laughs) say. I'm going to tell the story about Clue on Zoom calls, which I think both of you have seen if not heard. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good one. Definitely heard if not seen is what I meant, but. Anyway, uh, you can support us on Patreon and get all the good stuff, and you know all that. So tune into Laughing with Gingers next week, and we will see who makes the other laugh the loudest.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. bye.
1: Part of the Ballas Audio Podcast Network.